which is in Bengali, but I'll translate it to English. Hmm. So uh, they're asking uh, Hare Krishna Prabhu Dandavat Pranam. Uh, there are four Varnas that are applicable in the age of Kali. So are these four Varnas applicable in the age of Kali? And if so, how do we understand uh, we are in uh, which caste we are in? Uh, one of these Varnas. And how according, you know, according to our character or the caste is determined by the birth? Hmm. So in Kali Yuga, practically everyone is... Uh, Sudra, you know, Kalau Sudra Sambhavaha. When this person is asking in Bengali, does he understand English? First and foremost, I'm speaking uh -huh. in English, will he know what I'm saying? Sudipto Das Prabhu? Yes, Prabhu. Uh, English, okay, right? Uh, to explain your answer. I mean, if you have, if you have, if you want to elaborate your question, you can elaborate, but English answer explanation is okay, right? Okay, right. No problem. Okay. So in Kali Yuga, every born, everybody is born Sudra. Because everyone Kalau Sudra Sambhavaha. So being Sudras, they can only get elevated by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to become Vaishnavas. And of course, when they become Vaishnavas, then they may, I mean, according to their qualities, develop some Brahminical qualities or some Kshatriya qualities or some Vaishya qualities or some, you know, also Sudras. So the main thing in Kali Yuga is the chanting, you know. That is the only way they can upgrade themselves. To live like a Brahmin and to live like a Chatriya and live like a Vaishya and all these are all not uh, not feasible in Kali Yuga at all. You understand? Yes, Prabhu. Is he understand this person? Sudipta Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Hmm? Yes. So therefore, by the mercy of Guru, the main thing in Kali Yuga is to chant. Then by chanting and by mercy of Guru, then yes, things develop. Hmm? Some people may be scholarly, they like to learn Shastra. Some people like to do, you know, maybe business. And some people like to control, manage. These qualities may manifest. Hmm? Yes. Yes, Prabhu. You understand? Yeah. So, Kali Yoga, the best thing to do is to chant, no, nothing more. Okay. Is it clear? Yes, bro, clear. Hmm. Any other questions? Hare Krishna, excuse me, if you have any questions, please ask now. Unmute yourself, please.
Prabhupada wanted to create, you know, the main thing is to give this knowledge, you know. Even you say you want to go Varnashram, but still, you know, you have to create some people who have got some brains. So that's why the whole process is to give this knowledge. And if those people who are little intelligent, if they take up, then they can guide the others. Hmm? You follow? Huh? Yes, because Kali Yuga is so bad. That's why it says there's only one thing you can do in Kali Yuga is to chant, no? So you see here, this is the only thing that it can be done in Kali Yuga. Although Kali Yuga is an ocean of fall, there's still one good quality about this age. Simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, one can become free from material bondage and be promoted to the transcendental kingdom. So everything is topsy-turvy in Kali Yuga. No, nothing it can work. Even to chant also is very difficult, is it not? Hmm? Yes. So many people, I was just talking to one person who came from uh, America, happened to be my old friend, he was uh, having children and all, they all go to the Gurukul, they were in Gurukul for 15 years apparently, learning all the Gurukul thing and all. But now they all don't chant, all the Gurukulis, so-called, from this place, they don't even chant Hare Krishna. Although they come to the temple programs and everything, but they don't chant. Mm -hmm. What is the use of all this education and they don't chant the holy name? Yes? Yes, brother. You understand? You see how even to chant the holy name is difficult, even though they have gone to the Gurukul training and all these kind of things. Hmm? And Prabhupada said, if you don't chant Hare Krishna, then Prabhupada said you are like an animal. Hmm? So what is the cause of this? What is the cause of this? Although they were exposed to all this Gurukul thing and all that, they are rejecting chanting? Huh? Yes, See how pathetic it is? The main thing in Kali Yuga is to chant. Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Ev Kevalam, Kalak. Correct? Yeah. Hmm? This is the only thing that we can do. But they don't want to chant. Huh? 
In this age of Kali, there is no other means, no other means, no other means for self-realization than chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name of Lord Hari. Of course, people who don't know, we can excuse them, you know, because they don't know. But here, despite of going to the school for 15 years, 16 years, and then you end up, don't want to chant Hare Krishna? What kind of, a, I don't know, what kind of learning they did in the school? Huh? Yes? Hmm? See how very dangerous, is it not? Yeah, you say Krishna also said, you know, because I'm sure you know this. Terrified about to die, a man collapsed on his bed, although his voice is faltering and he hardly conscious of what he's saying. If, is the word here? If he utters the holy name of the Supreme Lord, huh? if he utters the holy name of the Supreme Lord, he can be freed from the reaction of fruity work and achieve the supreme destination. Yes? Yes, Prabhupada. How powerful? One name of Krishna can destroy so much of sins. Why this has happened? Can anyone tell me why this happened? In fact, our philosophy is to start uh, very early. Correct? But our teaching is that, is it not? Uh, this is the philosophy, to start early as possible. One, Prahlad Maharaj said, one who is sufficiently intelligent, you use the human body, form of body from the very beginning of life, is it there? Or in other words, from the tender age of childhood, to practice the activities of devotional service, giving up all other engagements. The human body is most rarely achieved and although temporary like other bodies, it is meaningful because in human life one can perform devotional service. And even a slight amount of sincere devotional service can give one complete perfection. Huh? And why is it so like that? Huh? Uh, influence of Kali Prabhu, too much attached to materialistic life. No, but why they since young they've been introduced, then why is it that they have not more interest in chanting Krishna name? N not connected. Huh? Uh, because they don't have the, the desire. Oh, I think they may be wrongly taught. Prabhu, would it, would it be uh, the faith, Prabhu? The, what? What? Uh, what? Uh, wouldn't it be, oh, uh, Hare Krishna, um, Prabhu, 
Uh, mm. Wouldn't it be the, the faith to shred her? All of them? All of them? Huh? Correct? Like, like that one verse in Chaitanya uh, Chaitamrita, Guru Krishna Kripaya Paya Bhaktalata Bish. If you, if you don't have faith in Guru and Krishna, then how can you have the, uh, the Bhaktalata Bish? Yes, if you don't have faith in Guru, but then they come and they do Kirtan, they sing, they play the drums and all that thing and all, but chanting they don't do. Why? Won't it be the ten offenses, Prabhu? Huh? If they're if they're breaking the ten offenses, then I think I, won't... I think they are not taught properly because they have, they are following people and they have no faith in the person, and then they will just take Krishna consciousness in a frivolous manner, you know, like a sahaja. Take it easy. Hmm. whole emphasis of our whole movement is to chant Krishna's name. Yes. Hello. Yes, Prabhu. That's, that's a fact. The last verse in the Bhagavatam, it says, hmm? the last verse it says here, hmm? Nama Sankirtanam Yeshi Sarva Papa Prasan Pranasanam Pranamo Dukha Samanastam Nama Miharim Param I offer my respectful obeisance to the Supreme Lord Hari. The congregational chanting of His holy name destroys all sinful reaction and the offering of obeisance unto whom relieves all material suffering. So if this is the position by chanting, why a person would not want to take up the process, which is so powerful? Huh? Mm. Means they are not taught properly. That's why it says you must associate with the right kind of devotees. You don't associate with the right kind of devotees, then the consequence will be like this. Huh? The person won't have the strength. Correct? Yes, yes or not? You go to the wrong camp and then you'll they take easy. You won't get the like just like you see uh, Prabhupada he came to the West, he introduced the chanting, correct? But if you have gone to some other camps, then that potency will not be there. Mm. Yes. That's why it says you must associate with the advanced devotees. Otherwise, mm. you will not get the impetus to go forward. Correct? Yes, sir. Hmm? Yes, or not? yes, Prabhu. Hmm. That's why it's very important, Prabhupada said. 
You cannot keep association with people who are not advanced. Hmm? So in this verse, a devotee should always try to hear about spiritual matters and should always utilize his time in chanting the holy name of the Lord. His behavior should always be straightforward and simple, and although he is not envious but friendly to everyone, he should avoid the company of persons who are not spiritually advanced. Huh? Yes, Prabhupada. See that? Yeah? It is very clear right here. That is makes more sense like this. Yes. We cannot just say, oh, everyone is devotee and everybody. Then if somebody who is not advanced, you go with them, then he will how you will make progress spiritually. Hmm? In fact, you will also lose your enthusiasm. In fact, you see the purport. In order to advance in spiritual understanding, one has to hear from authentic sources about spiritual knowledge. The first thing here, one has to hear from authentic sources about spiritual knowledge. They are teaching all crazy philosophy, guru must be living, uh, correct? And talking about so many things that Prabhupada said, don't do, they are doing, yes? Mm. Uh, one can understand the reality of spiritual life by following strict regulative principles and by controlling the senses. Another important point, if one does not strictly follow regulative principles and if you don't control the senses, then you cannot understand. Then he will compromise, he will take it easy. It's all right, no, I mean, of course, I'm chanting, I'm chanting in my heart, I'm chanting in my head, I'm chanting in my tail, whatever, nonsense. Huh? You won't have the drive to pick up the big bank. To have control, it is necessary that one be non-violent and truthful, refrain from stealing, abstain from abstain from sex life and possess only that which is absolutely necessary for keeping the body and soul together. One should not eat more than necessary. He should not collect more paraphernalia than necessary. One should not talk unnecessarily with common men. And he should not follow the rules and regulation without purpose. He should follow the rules and regulations so that he can make actual advancement. See, all these are from the nectar of instruction. There are 18 qualifications mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, among which is, which is simplicity. Prabhupada told us, no simple living, high thinking. One should be without pride. One should not demand unnecessary respect from others, and one should be non-violent. 
amanitvam adambitvam ahimsa this is all going to bhagavad gita 38 one should be very tolerant and simple one should accept the spiritual master and one should control the senses these days are mentioned here in the bhagavad gita as well one should hear from authentic sources how to advance in spiritual life such instruction should be taken from the acharya and should be assimilated is important acharya upasanam we have to follow the teaching given by the acharyas we cannot try to concoct something you know that 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 cannot work hmm? it is specially mentioned here nama sankirtan cha one should chant the holy name of the lord hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare either individually or with others lord chaitanya has given special stress to the chanting of this holy name of the lord as the basic principle of spiritual advancement this is the basic principle of spiritual advancement and if a person is not interested then how he can make any form of spiritual advancement ta another word you see is arjavena meaning without diplomacy a devotee should not make plans out of self interest of course preachers sometimes have to make some plan to execute the mission of the lord under proper guidance but regarding personal self interest the devotee should always be without diplomacy and he should avoid the company of persons who are not advancing in spiritual life is he again hmm so he cannot go to group of people who are not you know who are simply not interested another word is arya hmm aryans are persons who are advancing in knowledge of krishna consciousness as well as in material prosperity the difference between the aryan and not aryan the sura and asura is in their standards of spiritual advancement association with persons who are not spiritually advanced is forbidden is it again another time is stressed Lord Chaitanya advise asat sangatyak one should avoid persons who are attached to the temporary asat is one who is too materially attached who is not a devotee of the lord and who is too attached to women or enjoyable things such a person according to vaishnava philosophy is a person non greater A devotee should not be proud of his acquisition. The symptom of devotee are meekness and humility. Although spiritually very advanced, he will always remain meek and humble, as Krishna Kaviraj Goswami goes. Kaviraj Goswami, as all other Vaishnavas taught us by personal example, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught that one should be humbler than the grass on the street and more taller than tree. one should not be proud or falsely puffed up in this way one will surely advance in spiritual life so you see this verse it's very clear so that's why we are saying i scam why because we want you to associate with the proper people hmm if you go anywhere else of course you are liberty to go but if you are going 
And you cannot make advancement and this is the result of your so-called uh, association. If you don't want to chant, then what is the what is the benefit of this thing? Yes? Yes, Palena parichite, you trees. The tree is good or bad, we know by the fruit it produces. Yes? Not that we are talking about highest game for fun, you know, you come highest game, we, we have cultists here, we want you to want to incubate you and keep you shielded and blah 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 blah. Of course that is also there. We don't say no, we are trying to teach you. But you can see the product. Huh? Hello? Yes, sir. Result. Yes. Do you want that to happen to your children? No. Hmm? The most important thing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says is chanting. And this person don't want to chant. After years and years in the movement, what kind of a teaching they're doing in school? This question. Yes? Yes, sir. Understand? That's why we say very clearly, you don't go. If you go there, you become contaminated. In fact, Prabhupada also said in the previous verse, he said that friendship should be cemented with the like-minded people. See that? Friendship should be cemented between persons of mutual interest. Such persons are said to be swajadi. Huh? Of the same cause, the devotee should avoid a person whose character is not fixed in standard understanding. Even though he may be a Vaishnava or a devotee of Krishna, if his character is not correctly representative, then he should be avoided. Huh? One should steadily control the senses and mind and strictly follow the rules and regulation and he should make friendship with person of the same standard. In fact, Prabhupada said, if you cannot change your 16 rounds, then you are no better than an animal. Huh? Hello? It's so if you're going to train people from children, and then in the end they don't chant, then what you die? What have you created? I think a bunch of animals, is it not? Uh -huh. huh? It's your Gurukul is to bring about animals. Huh? Hello? Ah, understand. Person may be born as a devotee and going to all the gurukul and all these things and this is the end result. I think we better close it down though. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes, mm, so you see how dangerous Although you may be interested in Krishna consciousness, of course you want your downline and everybody to become Krishna conscious as well. But if this is happening, then it is very strange. The movement that is started by chanting under the tree of Prabhupada went to that country. Actually, this happened in, it is happening in America. It's chanting under the tree and it revolutionized the whole movement just by the chanting, correct? That's right. And our children don't want to chant. Hello? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Mm. Can you imagine that? 
So therefore, we have to be very cautious and we have to be very careful. Hmm? Yeah. One name of Krishna can rid ourselves from so much of sins that even you can dare to commit in many millions of future lifetimes. It's so powerful. Unfortunately, we have no attraction for them. So, how bad it is? Mm -hmm. What do you say? Says here, when devotees, you know, it says here, in this verse here, that even we don't know, huh? we are chanting, correct? We are chanting every day, you know, we don't know, it's explained here. At the time of death, one is certainly bewildered because his bodily functions are in disorder. At that time, even one who throughout his life has practiced chanting the holy name of the Lord may not be able to chant the Hare Krishna mantra very distinctly. Nevertheless, such a person receives all the benefits of chanting the holy name while the body is fit. Therefore, why should we not chant the holy name of the Lord loudly and distinctly? If one does so, it is quite possible that even at the time, at the time of death, he will be probably able to chant the holy name of the Lord with love and faith. In conclusion, one who chants the holy name of the Lord constantly is guaranteed to return home back to Godhead without a doubt. You follow? Yeah? Because at the time of death, uh, many things, can, I mean, you, your body is in a mess and you don't know wh in what condition we will be dying, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes, well. Huh? So the saving grace is that if we chant every day, correct? correct? Some people think that, no, okay, at like the time of death, I will come and chant, you know. I remember at the time of death, I will be chanting, correct? But what guarantee that you can chant at the time of death? Even a person, you see here, uh, yeah, at that time, even one, who is that? Uh, sorry, bro, by mistake. There was a question in the chat. I'll put it in your WhatsApp so you can check. Oh, you put in my WhatsApp. Yeah. So you see how dangerous it is. Huh? Yes. Yes, Lord. 
So you see how important to always chant Krishna's name. Hmm? Correct? Yes, God. So please, uh, that's why this verse he says here, this verse. While suffering at the time of death, Ajamil chanted the holy name of the Lord, and although the chanting was directed toward his son, he nevertheless returned home back to guard it. Therefore, if one faithfully and inoffensively chants the holy name of the Lord, where is the doubt that he will return to guard it? Hmm? Correct? So yeah. therefore, we have stressing the chanting, everybody chants, everybody must chant attentively, everybody must wake up in the morning and try to chant. Yeah? That's why we also say you don't eat contaminated food because you eat that, you won't be able to chant. There's so many restrictions, correct? Just to save you know, us from this very, very big problem. Yes or not? All right, anybody have questions on this subject? Please unmute yourself and ask any questions on this subject. And we take your questions in order. The question uh, that in the next that I put in the chat, Prabhu, is from Vishal Prabhu. Hmm. So we are not here. This. Ambedkar is fighting against caste system. But the real way to fight against caste system is to bring everybody, like Gandhi, he artificially called people Harijan. But it doesn't mean that you give them the title Harijan, automatically they become Harijan. The real reason how you elevate people huh, is to actually introduce them to Krishna. You understand? And then the moment you are introduced to Krishna, then he become elevated. Huh? Understand? This is the technique of elevating someone. Even if one commits the most abominable action, if he is engaged in devotional service, he is to be considered saintly. So even if he is in the sinful life, he can become saintly when he take up devotional service. He cannot elevate someone just by making a castless. That's not going to work. By, by nature, there will be someone who is interested in religious life. Someone will be interested in trying to become a big manager, Chatriya. Someone will be interested in doing business. And some people are just going to become workers. You cannot do away with that. That's not possible. Hmm? You understand? But what actually we should do is that we should fight against this Asuric Varnashram system, where is a person becomes a Brahmin not by qualification, but by birthrights. That is something we should try to uh, fight against. Because that is not what Krishna introduced. You cannot be a Brahman with no qualification. It's not possible. 
And because you are not qualified and you are taking up this position, therefore is creating so many problems. Huh? In Kali Yuga, it is explained, you know, thing is in 118, uh, that all these Brahmins will become, you know, these demons from previous Yuga, they will take birth as Brahmins and screw up the whole system. Huh? Did I explain? I think it's somewhere. 40, I think. 118, 40, yeah. Who knows? It says here in the, that in the Varaha Puranam, you know. In the Varaha Puranam, this is explained. Let me get the verse out, huh? So here yeah, it is in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.18.47. So in this verse you see, so yeah, the answer is given in the Varaha Puranam that demons who acted inimically towards the personality of Godhead but were not killed by the Lord were allowed to take birth in families of Brahmanas to take advantage of the age of Kali. Hmm? The all-merciful Lord gave them a chance to have their birth in families of pious brahmanas so that they could progress towards salvation. But the demons, instead of using this... Uh, 42140 has that verse group. Okay, you can read this. But the demons, instead of utilizing the good opportunity, misuse the brahminical culture due to being puffed up by vanity in becoming brahmanas. Uh, the typical example is the son of Samika Rishi and all the foolish sons of Brahmanas have warned them hereby not to become as foolish as Sringi. Yeah? And to be always on guard against demonic qualities which they had in their previous birth. So you see this is explained that you, if you are a Brahminical person but if you don't have the qualification, then you will develop all the demonic qualities. And in the gap of a Brahmin and you act demonically, then how you can sustain the Varnashram system? If the head goes bad, then the whole thing collapses. If a person's head goes something wrong, then he has to go to the mental institution. He cannot be, you know, functioning. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah? The whole Varnashya system is compared to the body. Hmm? Says here, you can see. It 
Sri Chamasa said, each of the four social orders headed by the Brahmanas were born through different combinations of the modes of nature, from the face, from the arms, from the thighs, and the feet of the Supreme Lord in the universal form. Thus, the four spiritual orders were also generated. See? The Brahmanas appeared as his face, the king as his arms, the Vaishyas as his thighs, and the Sudras are born from the feet. So if the Brahmanas are the face or the head, and if the head goes wrong, then everything is finished. You understand? Practically, it is explained in the next verse. When this head, uh, any member of the four Varnash and four Ashram who fail to worship the personality of Godhead, the source of their own creation or intentionally disrespect him will fall down from their position into a healthy state of life. So in other words, you have all these Brahmins, so-called caste Brahmins, and they don't follow anything. Practically, they don't even worship God. I mean, Krishna, that's for sure. So what will be their position? They will fall down to hell and then they lead the whole society chaotic. Huh? You understand? So therefore people like Ambedaka and so many people fighting for equal rights and all that. Huh? And they don't know how to rectify the system. Hmm? By making a classless society, how you rectify the situation? Or like in Gandhi calling everybody Harijan, how you rectify the situation? This is, this, this is an artificial method. The method is given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If they chant, if they start chanting Krishna's name, uh, even a person is coming from very, very bad background, uh, then immediately becomes high class. To say nothing of the spiritual advancements of a person who sees the Supreme Personality face to face. Even a person born in a family of dog eaters, immediately become eligible to perform Vedic sacrifice if he utters the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, or chants about him, hears about his pastime, offer him obeisance, even remembers him. But this is how you elevate a person. Unfortunately, they have got all kind of crazy ideas and then they start a so-called, you know, a group of people, you know, because they all are coming from lower background, they want some recognition. So if someone is standing up and fighting for their rights, immediately they will support the person, that's natural. But that doesn't solve the problem. Huh? Even up to today, this is a big phenomenon. Yes. Because the whole Indians are saying that in other parts of the world, all the all the low-class people are getting so much benefit because they don't have any class or anything like that. So they similarly want to they similarly want to do the same thing, but that's not the solution. The real solution to clear this disease of the whole problem is to take to Krishna consciousness. Then he, from low class, he becomes the highest class. Huh? Says here, next verse. Uh, 
how how glorious are those whose tongues are chanting your holy name this is the underlying factor chanting of the holy name hmm? even if born in a family of dog eaters such persons are worshipable so if you want to become high class then you should start chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare person who chant the holy name of your lord shiva must have executed all kinds of austerity and fire sacrifice achieve all the good manners of the aryan to be chanting the holy name of the lord shiva they must have bathed all holy places of pilgrimage studied the vedas and fulfill everything required hmm? in fact they are much better than the so called brahmins hmm? So in this verse, Vipra Divisat Guna Yukta Arvinda Nava. If a Brahman has all twelve of the Brahmanical qualification, as they are stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, but he is not a devotee and is averse to the lotus feet of the Lord, he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater, but who has dedicated everything, mind, words, activities, wealth, and life to the Supreme Lord. Such a devotee is better than a such a brahmana because the devotee can purify the whole family, whereas the so-called brahmana in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself. You see how the birth is transformed. So because they don't know, they just don't know. They think that they should make everybody classless. And that is not the solution. Hmm. Yeah, who is this? Ask this question. He should speak to his teacher. You know, hello. We shall. Yeah. Uh, yes, bro. Yeah, you should tell your teacher all these things. Hmm? Okay, bro. You understand? Yes. You understand? Uh, actually, bro, uh, my teacher said that uh, that. Uh, we uh, are Ambedkar in his book. He said that uh, the 10th mandal of Rigveda, which is a uh, Purushukta, hmm. was added purposely. So, and uh, it is because uh, of the Brahmins, they want to slave these uh, Shudras. That's why. If it's added whimsically, why the demigods all go to the ocean of milk and they chant this Purushukta prayer? Hello? Uh, then through demigods uh, are chanting this Purusha Shukta prayer at the ocean of show of the milk to worship the Lord. Huh? And if they are chanting so many years, millions of years ago, then how is it going to be created by some Brahmins yesterday? Hello? Huh? Tell me. Huh? Uh, uh, yes, Prabhu. Uh, the, actually, I am not uh, convinced, convinced about this, uh, but my sir said uh, so. I just need the response regarding this. So, it is spoken, this Purusha Shukta is specially chanted by the demigods worshipping the Lord at their show of the ocean of milk. Okay? It is not created by some Brahmins, you know. You follow? 
is true but uh, they said that uh, the 10th mandal is different in a different uh, sanskrit lesson you can say anything you like but this mantra has been chanted even before before you were these brahmins were born come on by the demigods so how you can be chanted so many years ago millions of years ago and be created by some brahmins who came who took birth yesterday huh tell me hello yes sir yeah correct yes yes or no huh correct yes bro Huh? Unfortunately, you know, because there's so many India, especially, you know, so many things people are speculating, you know, nobody is referring to any Shastra. Hmm? Is there anybody referring to the Shastra? Huh? Huh? This man is saying what the 10th thing and all that, huh? Here it is says here. In the Vedic Purusha Shukta of the Rik Mantra. Huh? This is coming from the Purusha Shukta of the Ruk Mantra. Huh? Yes? Yes, Prabhu. So where is this guy getting his information from? Hmm? Huh? This whole second chapter of this of the Srimad Bhagavatam is Purana Shukta confirmed. This is Purusha Shukta confirmed. The whole title of this chapter is Purusha Shukta confirmed. Uh, Vyasadeva must be wasting time or rather. Uh, yes? Yes or not? Yes, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Uh, so we should go and listen to some Brahmins or some original person who wrote this thing yesterday. Hmm? What do you think? Huh? Hello? Yes, well, we should go to the real huh? person who has gained the real knowledge. Yes. Uh, these guys all have got some kind of speculation and we have to spend time really looking at their speculation. Tell me. Correct? Yes, bro. Very unfortunate. Eh? They're teaching this in school or what? No, bro. This is college studies. What study? College. College study. College study, yeah? Yes, yes, bro. College is studying to confuse you. Correct? <laughs> yes, bro.
College study is to confuse you. Eh? How does it work? Hmm? See, this verse is nicely explained in the third chapter, verse 14 and 15 of the Seshvatara Upanishad. This is the Purusha Shukta, these two verses here. Huh? Understand? These are Purusha Shukta verses. Sahasra Sitsa Purushaha Sahasraksha Sahasrapat Sabhumin Visvato Kutva Shangulam. This is the Purusha Shukta prayer. Huh? Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's explained that when the demigods, they go to the ocean of milk, they chant this prayer. Hmm? In fact, we are supposed to chant this prayer when we do our deity worship. Hmm? Yes. Yes. So these Brahmins are too smart, I think, huh? Correct. Yes, here you see this line. The with the Vedic mantra of the all the devotee worshiping with the Vedic mantra of the Purusha Shukta beginning with the Sahasra Sisa Purusha Saraksha Sahasrapa. This Vedic stuti should be introduced if possible for installing of deities while bathing the deity. All the priests and devotees who chant the Purusha Shukta and offer appropriate paraphernalia. For worshipping the deities such as flowers, fruit, incense, arti, paraphernalia, naivedia, vastra and ornaments. Huh? So if, the, if this is supposed to be chanted, then it should be what? Some kind of unbonafide mantra coming from some Brahmins? Hello? Huh? Hare Krishna? Yes, bro. Clear? Yes. Okay. So try to understand this is, this is, many of them are just speculating without any proper, you know, Shastric evidences. Hmm? Yes, Prabhuji, actually I have one more doubt regarding uh, Ramcharit Manas. Tulsidas Ramcharit Manas. So why did Shri Prabhupada forbade us to uh, read this? Because this author of the Ramcharya's Manasta, he is supporting this caste Brahmin. He said, he said that Brahmin can come only from birth. So we don't support that, no? Yes, bro. You support that? You must come only from birth? Hmm? No, no. <laughs> so that is, that is, that he is this, the author of this, what is his name? Tulsidas. Ah, Tulsidas. He supports caste Brahman. So Prabhupada supports his book. And he's also Ram Charit Manas. He's something like coming from his mind. 
It's not the Ramayana that is coming originally from Ram Valmiki. Yes? Yes, bro. Okay. Well, very popular in whole North India. Everybody reads the Ram Charit Manas, correct? Yes, bro, especially in North India. Hmm. Oh, he is so much supporter, and then why is he supporting this birthright Brahmins? Huh? Correct? Yes, bro. Hmm. So we cannot accept that, you know? Correct? Any other questions? Concerning Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept Mahamul obeisances of Lutri This is Nimani Thaidas here. Concerning this uh, other version of Ramayan, is it that version that we hear that Hanuman uh, kept the sun under his arm or something? Because I don't seem to have seen, have heard that in the original Ramayan. Yeah, because there's so many versions, you know, everybody is writing so many things. I I don't know. I mean, Hanuman, he caught the sun and he kept under his arm so that the sun wouldn't rise. Eh? Yeah, I've heard this, but it seems that... When, in to, the... when he went to pick up that Mandara mountain, I mean, that hill for the herbs. Eh? Yes. There was a curse that if the sun comes up, then this uh, what Lakshman will die, no? Correct? Yeah. So he went and captured the sun and he kept under his armpit or something, huh? And we went to yes, some... the hill and the story is like that or something, huh? Yes, I've heard this, but in another version it wasn't there. So I was thinking, I don't know. I I, I can't comment because I, I don't know the Ramayanam very well, you know. It is said mm. that the original Ramayanam, there are one billion verses where Brahma, you know, heard, you know. Right. So, you know, we got I don't know, so many versions, you know, every can actually everybody has got their own Ramayanam. Indonesians have got their Ramayanam, Cambodian got their Ramayanam, Thailand got their Ramayanam. Mm. So you see how it has become over the years, you know. Of course, Prabhupada always stressed reading the original Valmiki version, which is what we should but I don't know anyone who has translated. Maybe they just summarized and wrote a book. I don't know in their book they pay attention to this particular part. Huh? Hmm. I have to probably read the whole Valmiki version to find out the true thing. Right. So if you can do that, that would be very nice. Otherwise, I myself, uh, in fact, in the whole Bhagavadam, the whole stress was to get into Krishna's pastime rather than yeah, the the Ramayana, no? Right. Even if he captures the sun in his thing, he's capable of, I don't deny that, he's so powerful. Hmm? Yes. Because he's, uh, you know, empowered by Lord Ram, no? Hmm. He did a lot of, I would say, uh, powerful things, building the bridge, you know, fighting with this Ravana and so many things. Jumping mm -hmm. one leap from from uh, India to Sri Lanka. 
and carrying yes. this oh. mountain, you know, to bring the herb, he just carried the whole mountain and brought it down. So all mm -hmm. this is very unusual thing, just like Arjuna also, he also with the power of Krishna did many, uh, what we say, impossible, inconceivable. Uh, yes. So we cannot rule that out either because, because the Lord is very powerful, he can power his, empower his servants, no? Mm. In fact, you can see in the Ramayana that the, uh, what's his name, Ravana, he kept all the demigods under his Vyasasana, you know. What is it? They could not move because he was holding them all there. Mm. So powerful that Ravana was, you know. So, you see what kind of a person that he, Ram has to kill. Hmm? Mm. So this is uh, to prove the power of because Krishna wanted him to be powerful so that he could kill him, no? That was his pastime. Originally, mm. he came from the spiritual world with Jaya and Vijay, but not all the time the, Ram, the Ravana is uh, Jaya and Vijay. But definitely they are empowered to act in their role so that the Lord can exhibit his inconceivable powers, you know? Mm. So this is a powerful pastime to the Lord. Yes? Yes. Anyone else got any specific, uh, what to say, information on this? Or we can go on to the next question. Um, Hare Krishna, please ask, unmute yourself and ask if you have any questions, please. You can also uh, type in into the chat. Actually, there's a verse about the Lord's inconceivable pastime. That is there in the... Because this is referring to Krishna's pastime in the, you know, material world. But it relates also because the Lord does inhuman, you know, So in this verse, to show causeless mercy to the devotees who take birth in the future in this age of Kali, the Supreme Personality of God at Krishna acted in such a way that simply by remembering him, 
one will be freed from all lamentation and unhappiness of material existence. In other words, he acted so that all future devotees, by accepting the instruction of Krishna consciousness, stated in the Bhagavad Gita, would be relieved from the pangs of material existence. Okay? So the Lord that, you know, pastimes that are simply beyond. Uh, see this next previous verse. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna with the cooperation of Sankrishan and Balaram perform activities beyond the mental comprehension of even such personalities as Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. For instance, Krishna arranged the battle of Kurukshetra to kill many demons for the relief of the entire world. So you can see how Krishna he does activities which is, cannot be imitated by any common man. Similarly, Ramachandra also, of course, he came as an ordinary human, but he empowered his servants like Anuman and others to do activities which is impossible to conceive. Well, that is the supreme position of the Lord, no? Yes, there's no... Uh, uh, nothing Nothing cannot he cannot do. He's in complete control of everything. So there's another verse. Again, the same point is said here. The Supreme Personality of God Krishna is the reservoir of all beauty, all beautiful things emanate from him. And his personal form is so attractive that it steals the eyes away from all other objects, which then seem devoid of beauty in comparison to him. When Lord Krishna was on the earth, he attracted the eyes of all people. When Krishna spoke, his words attracted the minds of all who remembered them. By seeing the footsteps of Lord Krishna, people became attracted to him, and thus they wanted to offer their bodily activities to the Lord as his followers. In this way, Krishna very easily spread his glories which are sung throughout the world by the most sublime and essential Vedic verses. But Krishna considered that simply by hearing and chanting those glories, conditioned soul born in the future would cross beyond the darkness of ignorance. Being satisfied with his arrangement, he left for his desired destination. So we can see how Krishna, you know, he did some things which are not common, you know. His activities are all very sublime. You know? Nobody can imitate them also. So therefore, how he, he, you know, Lord Ram similarly acted, it's all very inconceivable. In fact, that's why uh, Anuman, I mean, sorry, Ravana, he thought that you know, Ram was an ordinary man. He could not, he, he could not, uh, he did not think that Ram was a supreme personality of God. So because of that kind of thinking, and he'd been too lusty about Sita, he had to take birth again as, uh, you know, Shishupala, where he was then meditating on Krishna's form, and by that meditation, he became purified and he went back to guard it, you know. 
So that is the that is the how it is explained. Of course, all these activities of the Lord are not the bodies can understand them as inconceivable. That's why it says in that verse in Bhagavad Gita, Janma Karma Chami Divyam. Uh, they have to understand that Krishna's uh, activities are not ordinary, no? The only devotees can understand this. Janma Karma Chami Divyam. The word is added here, Divyam, transcendental. Those who know my birth and activities, which are transcendental. So only devotees can understand this, you know. Why devotees can understand this? Because But then it requires uh, purified senses to understand the activities of the Lord also. Yes. Spiritual yes. senses. So one who has attained pure devotional service by association with my devotees, always engage in worshipping me, thus very easily goes back to my abode, which is revealed by my pure devotees. So the association of devotees is the criteria in understanding the glories of the Lord. So without the association of devotees, just like us, you know, with not for Prabhupada, I don't think we understand anything about Krishna. Hmm? So similarly, to understand the qualification of Krishna, only devotees can understand this. And we can accept also. Yeah? I remember here in Singapore, one guy called, he started this Krishna guide, you know, a movement. Because his son became a Christian, so he wanted to somehow or other teach Krishna consciousness to everybody, use the title Krishna our guide. So in his classes, he was teaching because he did not accept the fact that Krishna, you know, he uh, carried the Govardhan hill. So he teaching the kids and everybody that no, no, Krishna did not uh, uh, lift up Govardhan hill. He simply opened a cave and he brought everybody inside the cave and he kept them there until the rain stopped and then he brought them out. So because he has no faith. Huh? Even what's his name? Kamsa also thought, who's this boy, you know, he lifted up some Govardhan hill, which is nothing but a toadstool. He fought with some little water snake called Kaliya, you know, what's so great about him? So because they are demons, you know, they are not devotees. They cannot understand these things. Uh, when Parichit Maharaj heard that Krishna, he fought and he killed the whole demonic army with only three arrows, he started shedding tears. This subject is there in the nectar of devotion. He started shedding tears. But see how great the Lord is. But people who have no faith, they will argue, how can he kill everybody with three arrows? Huh? Mm. You follow? So this requires for the devotee, it is bliss. You know, wow, the Lord is so powerful. He can do so many wonderful things. Whereas the non-devotee, he cannot. So, therefore, has to be revealed by the devotee, a pure devotee, eh? not an ordinary person. That's why Prabhupada was so keen in pushing his Krishna book, no? Correct? Because he wanted to, yeah. you know, get people to understand who Krishna is. Yes. But even us who are, you know, trying to become devotees, to become purified and all, we accept all this because we understand nothing is, is beyond the, the doing of the Lord. 
But since the pastimes of Krishna are none different from him, actually realizing his pastime is realizing him. So, yeah. uh, so there's there's levels, you know. It's not that we are all of a sudden understanding everything about his pastimes. You know, in the topic of our Krishna Buga, uh, these devotees went to argue with Prabhupada, you know, because he says that, uh, what's his name, King Ugrasen, he had how many billions of servants, you know. So I, I'm sure if you look at the talks between Prabhupada and his, you know, his disciples, so they could mm. not accept the fact, you know, he say how we can preach to people and he say that, oh, Krishna had billions of, uh, Ugrasena had billions of, you know, servants and all. They just couldn't accept that. Mm. And Prabhupada said, why you want to talk about this subject? You can talk about so many other things. No, 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 we want to, because they're confused, you know, they have no faith. Right. Uh, just like another incident that the devotee Prabhupada said, no, they cannot go to the moon. So on that night when the moon landing was going on, he brought a big television set to show Prabhupada that, look, you see, they're landing in the moon. Prabhupada laughed at it. The next morning he took his set and he has disappeared, gone for a good. There's no mm. faith. Besides, the sum and substance of the whole thing is faith, you know. Yeah. In fact, Krishna also said in Bhagavad Gita, those who are faithless, huh? asradana, asradana means no faith. Huh? See? Those who are not faithful in the devotional service cannot attain me or conquer of enemies. Therefore, they return to the path of birth and death in this material world. So this is the implicit faith that Prabhupada is talking in the other verse, no, Yesha Devi Para Bhakti. Then automatically everything is revealed. And Krishna says only Mahatmanas to Mahamparta Devim Pakiti Masrita, correct? So the Mahatmanas mm. under the protection of my divine energy, they can understand. Whereas those who are who don't accept, then they cannot understand. Name Vidu Sura Ganaha. They cannot. Mm. So we have to therefore understand that's why you know sometimes it's uncommon pastimes they don't follow any logic or any what we call that you know uh, rules you know that we so much prone to logically accept huh? yes some yeah. men were calculating how many soldiers died in kurukshetra they were saying you know you cannot fit them all there mm. or um how you know Shrimati Radharani and, and Krishna and Vrindavan, the distance between their pastime, how can they walk and things like that, you know. Yeah, if you go to see, they used to go from where Krishna, Basana, you go all the way to, you know, uh, some other place. If for us taking the car ride, take a few hours. But how they go mm. there every night, you know, how they do all these things, inconceivable, you know. So Krishna, you know, we have to understand him from that angle. Unless you know he's inconceivable, just like he danced with the gopis for, for one night of Brahma, now he's only 5,000 years, that means he's still dancing or what? Huh? Can you imagine? Of course, he's still dancing. He's dancing everywhere, some other universe. But the point is that he can compress the one night of Brahma to a few hours for him to exhibit his pastimes. Mm -hmm. That is his potency, you know. That's why one of the qualifications of God is he's inconceivable. 
So the body surrender. They say you can do anything, you know. That's your power. So we have to so, accept that. In in the nectar of the nectar of devotion, Sri Prabhupada says that when a devotee starts to shed tears when he hears the pastime of the Lord, he's nearing perfection. So the fact that we're not, you know, experiencing such spiritual symptom is is it due to lack of faith? I guess we have to carry on our sadhana bhakti to the point where we, you know, eventually become more advanced. Then we can accept many things of the Lord, no? Hmm. So that requires some purification in our hearts. Then yes, then everything becomes very clear. But if we are not fully purified, then how to accept all these things, you know? correct? Hmm. So the solution is to keep hearing from a pure devotee. By hearing from the pure devotee, all this contamination in our heart will become purified. It's not that this past times are something wrong with them, but it's something wrong with us, you know. And Krishna can do anything. Why is it impossible for him to do? But to accept that, you know, so we need our purification. Otherwise, how we can accept all these things? Hmm? Yes? Yes. Hmm. That's why this uh, only devotees can enter into the mysteries of the Lord, you know. Others, they cannot. In fact, Krishna will not let them, you know. Krishna will not let them enter into this mystery. You know? By interaction of my energy, different opinions arise. But those who have fixed their intelligence on me, control their senses, difference of perception disappear. And consequently, the very curse of argument is removed. So all these things can be removed only when we fix our mind and intelligence on the Lord, no? Hmm? Otherwise it's not possible. Krishna say, I bewilder them, I uncover them. It's not possible for us to get into this. Let me offer my respectful obeisance unto the all-pervading Supreme Personality of Godhead who possesses unlimited transcendental qualities. Acting from within the cause of the heart of all philosophers who propagate various views, he cursed them to forget their own souls while sometimes agreeing and sometimes disagreeing among themselves. Thus he creates within the material world a situation in which they are unable to come to a conclusion. I offer my respectful obeisance unto him. So Krishna is the one who gives the intelligence, the remembrance and the forgetfulness. So unless we have become devotees, you know, surrendered to him, then he gives the intelligence. That is no Bhagavad Gita. I give you the intelligence in which you can come to me. Huh? Krishna has to give this intelligence. The living entity cannot by his own strength, you know, do anything. Hmm? This famous verse, no? Those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, 
I give the understanding by which they can come to me. The people who are not surrendered or not interested, then how they can come? Krishna will bewilder them. So we have to always understand this, you know, costless mercy of Guru and Krishna, only we can go forward. Otherwise, you know, even hearing the pastimes, like one boy, he was chanting and he was looking at the picture of Krishna and chanting. And then he was thinking why Krishna is putting us all into big misery, you know, why he likes to see us suffering and he was getting very agitated, you know, because he's seeing that he's in a miserable position and he's blaming Krishna for all that. So you see how dangerous it is for the mind, you know. So our mind can become very much contaminated if we don't know how to handle it with the direction of Guru and Krishna. That's why taking us, I mean, I'm sure now we are calculated now is the 51st year of Brahma. What have we been, been doing for the 50 years of Brahma? Huh? If we have such a pure devotee, then why, why, why is it taking so long time for us? Huh? Definitely we must be doing some nonsense ourselves. Yes? Huh? Mm. Even prior to this Brahma, actually. Yes. How many Brahmas has passed? We also don't know. Right? So at least now this one life, you know, whether I know, I don't know, I don't care. I just want to surrender unto you. That's why I have a verse, you know, whether you embrace me or you make me broken-hearted, are you am I worshipable or unconditionable, you know? Correct? So that is uh, our our main position now, we just don't care, you know, we just want to go with him, you know, whatever you want to do. So that kind of a position we should aspire for, may not be, but at least start thinking like that, you know. And Krishna, he can do anything. If he wants, he can deliver me. If he doesn't want, he can make me suffer. That's his choice. Whatever he wants, let him do. That's devotion. So Krishna, of course, he will never fail his devotees. <clears throat> that is one of his qualities. That anyone who offer him a little bit of service, he takes it as great service. So that's why with unbreakable hope, we are all doing our devotional service. Of course, we are not aspiring to go back to Godhead or this or that. We simply want to just love him. That is devotional service. Yes. Yes. Any other questions? Everybody is quiet, no? I do have one question, Prabhu. Yes. Uh, it reminded uh, when you were speaking about how, what's the source of uh, why they're not chanting the holy name, even though they have the knowledge uh, it's because of uh, improper teaching. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of um, how the, today's generations, uh, they don't respect, respect their fathers because their fathers, they don't have much knowledge, you know? Mm. But, but my question is um uh, but the so-called gurukul system the teacher must have some knowledge yeah yes that is true 
Isn't it? Now he is running a Gurukul without knowledge. It's strange, no? Mm. Especially at least this basic knowledge that you must chant, no? Correct? Mm. Is it not? That's a fact. Yeah, if the person is going to the Gurukul and he's not going to chant, then what is wrong? Something wrong with some, some Gurukul, correct? Yes? <laughs> yes, that, that's a fact, Prabhu. So why? Why they are not chanting? Why is this nonsense? Correct? Mm. Yes. So unfortunate, you know, this is the position. I mean, Prabhupada wanted Gurukul so that they have create more, you know, all these young people, they'll take up the preaching process and in this way the society will expand more and more and more. But if they are all coming out of this so-called system of education and even rejecting the chanting, then what kind of preaching we are going to do? Whole world? Hmm? Mm, that's a fact. Yeah. You're not going to be preaching. Yeah, this is the position of Iskon. This is what he's producing. A bunch of wackos. Huh? Mm. Correct? Yes, that's correct. This is something, something is wrong with the institution. That is the bottom line. The bottom line is that something is wrong with this institution. But we have to see that. Mm. Yes? Yes, Prabhu. Huh? And I, I, and as you stated that answer, it made me realize that that is the root cause of the ten offenses. That's the root cause of um, breaking the regulations and all that. And because you don't, you don't respect the authority. Is, is it not? The moment the authority disrespect Prabhupada, then everything is finished. Prabhupada says you become mm -hmm. useless, and then the whole institution is useless. Yeah. If the children don't want to chant, then now the outsiders will chant. Mm. Yeah? Correct? That's true. If your child doesn't chant, you can you sit on the Vyasasan and give a big class on chanting? No. Yeah? People will laugh at you. Correct? Mm. You understand? It's very very pathetic position now. Our society is laughing stock. Hmm? So we have to pray that don't this happen to our institution. We have to make sure that our, you know, devotees and their downline and everybody at least take up the process seriously. Hmm? Hmm? Yes? Yes, bro. All of That's us. They're responsible. You cannot say, I'm not in this line, no, everybody. Because it's very important to inspire. Because that's the only thing can save a soul in Kali Yuga, the chanting. And if you don't do that, then what is your position? That's where Prabhupada oh. says, become an animal. Huh? Mm. So please take it a little seriously. Huh? Induce everybody to chant Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhu. I, yes, Prabhu. That's um, that's something uh, has been on my mind after you, after you said that. Um, because uh, yeah, I do have one question uh, after that. Hmm. Uh, we we are not supposed to have any sort of uh, criticism for 
authorities sometimes, but um, those who, I think the Nectar uh, of Devotion states that you have to identify um, who is advanced and who is not advanced and everything. Um, but sometimes people are not uh, practicing that and then they get burned or, or something like that. I mean, if you, get, if you get into that position, you have to reflect and find out why I'm losing taste, is it not? If someone is losing taste for chanting, if he should be very careful, he's crying, why, what happened, why did I do, where, when, where did I go wrong, is it not? Yes. Huh? And if you simply don't care, then w what is the idea of your whole, uh, you know, I mean, something wrong in your consciousness, I would say that, no? Correct. That's a that's a that's a number one fact. Actually, you have to ask that question first. Why am I not chanting? Mm. So here they're asking the question: Does Narada Muni travel to Goloka Vrindavan from this material world, or is just traveling only in this material world? Prabhupada said he goes all over the world: spiritual world, material world. Hmm? Haridas Thakur and other associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are there in Goloka Vrindavan or only wherever Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exists past time. Prabhupada said Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also there in Goloka Vrindavan doing this Harinam. Goloka Premadan Harinam Sankirtan. Yes, that's a song by Narutam Das Thakur. Goloka Premadan Harinam Sankirtan. Hmm? Hello. So chanting is all over the Kolukadam, even here, material world, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, pastimes. Um, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. So if Haridas Thakur uh, is a combination of both uh, Prahlad Maharaj and Brahma, so in this universe, um, we can take Haridas Thakur as one, but in another universe, there is another Brahma in another universe. So in Golok Vrindavan, which is Haridas Thakur? I mean, uh, there, uh, there are so many Brahmas in different, different universes. So who is Haridas Thakur and who is Narada Muni there? In this universe, should you take it from here? Correct? Yes. In the universe, there'll be another person. So in Golok Vrindavan, who will be there, um, Prabhuji, as Haridas Thakur or Madhu Mangal as Narad Muni? I mean, it's inconceivable, you know, how Krishna arranges all this. Hmm? Okay. Correct? Yes. So we only, the spiritual world, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, is difficult to comprehend. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'm only going to talk about this material world. Yes, Prabhuji, I understand. So I don't think uh, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't want to venture there, I don't think I have any right, no? Huh? Hello? Yes, 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 Prabhuji. Yeah, so we stick to what we are here and we understand from that angle. Hmm? Yes. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hmm.
Okay, anything else? Anybody else got any more thing to say? Any other questions? Any comments from your side, please? No, oh, that's one more. We cannot use this title as divine grace to anybody except Prabhupada. Well, uh, who want to use the title? You want to use the title? <laughs> huh? Hello? Hmm? Yes, Prabhu. Uh, there's one my uh, one of my friends, he said that he meet this uh, his divine grace XYZ Swami. So I told him that he cannot use this title to that Swami because this title is only for Srila Prabhupada. Hmm. So what he said? He said, okay, I will not use this again. Yeah, if you are divine grace, you can use the title. If you are not divine grace, you are divine disgrace. Then what to do? <laughs> yes, bro. Huh? Yes, bro. If you take this title and you become a disgrace, then it's bad, no? Correct? Yes? Yes, bro. Hmm. So better to be a humble person. No? Of course, anyone can get the title. We are not stopping anybody unless he has the qualification. Correct? Hmm. Yes, bro. Hmm. They are using all these prayers, Namorom, Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Pristaya, Bhutale, Srimati, so and so, Iti Naminen. Huh? Yes? Yes. So this prayer means they are very dear to Krishna and they are always with the lotus feet of Vishnu and all. So if that is the case, then why are they bringing everybody to Prabhupada? They should have, they, they are under the feet of Krishna, they can bring them direct to Krishna, correct? Yes, bro. Huh? But then they will say it's the duty of a disciple to bring the uh, the disciple to his guru. It's like Prabhupada said, I'm offering you to my guru Maharaj. But Prabhupada also say, I'll take you to Krishna. You hold on to my dhoti. Hmm? Right. Hmm. Because he has the power. That's why Prabhupada said in the CC, Krishna Lingitada. That means he's embraced by Krishna, you know. The body, pure devotee is always embraced by Krishna because of his uh, preaching activities. Hmm? Hmm. So Prabhupada is, of course, is, unless he has Krishna, how he can very boldly preach and give Krishna to others? So our context yes. is that if you don't have Krishna, then how you can take all these titles and honorific titles and everything and then pretend that you are, you know, with Krishna. And then when he comes mm. across the matter, no, 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 I cannot do, take you back to Gade, only Prabhupada can, I can bring you to Prabhupada. This is what the argument is. Why I mm. came through Prabhupada, why I need to go back through you to go to Prabhupada? Huh? Right. I, I became enlightened because I read Prabhupada books and I became convinced that's why I'm coming to your society. But here in this society, you say, I cannot go to Prabhupada. You can only go to Prabhupada through me. 
I mean, look at this guy. Correct? Right. So this is cheating. And in the beginning, the 11 gurus, they all had the title, uh, His Divine Grace. Yes, not only that, they call them this part and that part and every kind of part. And then what happened to that? Eventually, they all fell under the part of the woman. Hmm. Yeah? Stripad. Yeah, they became Stripad. <laughs> huh? Tell me. There is cheating. You know? That's why Prabhupada said, this cheating, how long you can do? Hmm? So anyone who is intelligent, she can see through this whole thing. You know? Only the fools, you know, they'll go with all these crazy guys. So I don't think we should become foolish. Hmm. Uh, if someone wants to call him his divine grace, <coughs> then we shall see the qualification of our so-called divine grace. Hmm? Whether he is really divine or not. Hmm? How you can be a divine grace by disobeying your guru? That's the first qualification. Huh? Correct? Right. Hmm. So we have to really see these things. Suddenly, I just read that in Mayapur, the so-called hmm. Gurukul teacher himself fell down. The Gurukul teacher himself fell down. Then what is the what is the meaning of this Gurukul? Huh? Yep. Tell me. Hmm. That's why Prabhupada writes in the Bhagavad Gita, no, it's better to be a common street sweeper and a charlatan so-called guru, no? Yeah? Right. That's the thing, these people, if they leave ISKCON, they're nobody, you know? Who are they in society? Yeah. They just want to enjoy the, 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 the property yeah, of Prabhupada, it's all his hard work, you know? Just say that I am a Prabhupada disciple, you know, you should worship me and you do all nonsense. What kind of nonsense is this? Hmm? Correct? Yeah, just like the caste Brahmin also. We are Brahmin by birth, you know, we are high class and all that and do all nonsense. What's the difference? Huh? Correct? All this cheating, you know, we therefore have to understand this by sincerely, you know, surrendering to Prabhupada and reading, you have to hear all this knowledge, otherwise you'll be misled and you'll be cheated. Someone got right. no knowledge, you'll be led astray. Ah, that's why education is so important. Hmm, clearing your doubts. Ah, yes. Hmm. So we need constant, you know, what we say, <clears throat> interaction, so that we develop our faith. They <coughs> so, say today the subject is Gurukul and they're not chanting. Why they're not chanting? Nobody knows. They don't want to chant. Very strange. Huh? So be careful though. Huh? So thank you very much, I guess. It's getting late, huh? So I have... Thank you, Prabhu. To all of you for your time with us. I mean, I'm very fortunate to spend time with all of you in different parts of the world, mostly. Huh? Uh, so, 
take this as an important thing to be very strict and serious and always praying to Prabhupada and Krishna to give us the strength and the mercy to always be able to chant His holy name until the point of death and even more after that too. Huh? Hare Krishna, all glory to you. Prabhu. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, thank you very much for your association. Hare Krishna, 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 Hare